0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith and I am bringing you the post-game show directly after Bayern Munich's 3-2 loss to FC Cologne in a friendly that was played on Saturday morning US East Coast time and let me just be the first one to say hashtag Nagelsmann out after that performance. Okay, I'm joking. We're not gonna overreact <laughs> like that. But it was an up and down performance for Bayern in the first game under Julian Nagelsmann who uh, I thought did some interesting things with the lineup and had some very uh, fascinating combinations out there on the field. But uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, what the match was like which uh, at times was was really fun to watch but at other times uh, things were a bit messy. So Uh, On the day, I would say uh, both units of the defense that were out there uh, really struggled. And I don't know if it was a communication thing or just a matter of uh, the players not being with each other that much. But uh, it seemed like both center back pairings really struggled with communication, knowing where to be, who was picking up who. Uh, The outside backs in the first unit, Josip Stanisic and Omar Richards, I thought fared better uh then the outside backs in the second half and we will get to one of those players in a little bit um but yeah defensively things were a mess i feel like at times uh every byron defender was a little bit hesitant uh they were a little unsure uh on the first couple of goals actually on all three goals it, they came down to uh on the first one um you know really Uh, just not picking up a man. Same for the third goal. The second goal was more of the line being caught up high, uh, some poor positioning by the center backs, and Cologne being able to take control of the match and the situation that way and capitalize on Bayern's defensive deficiencies. So uh, it's not a reason to overreact. I mean, let's be honest. These are, uh, you know, players that some of whom will not have major roles on the team. Some won't even uh see a second on the pitch for Bayern Munich this season but uh you know there are uh there were some regulars out there that uh I'm not going to say we should be concerned by any means but it was you know I did not think Diop Mcano really showed that well today and you know I'm frankly not all that worried about that uh just given this was a friendly I'm a, as everyone knows I'm a big proponent of Chris Richards but I thought he and Upamecano just did not work well together in the middle of the defense today uh like i said it could have been communication it could have just been a lack of experience in playing together but just things did not go well along uh the back line for either of the units that were out there so uh you know but on the bright side there were some positives to the game uh and the brightest uh star of the game was probably armindo sieb who had uh, Byron's first goal and that kid played like he had something to prove and you could see the fire and desire in his play and the effort that he put out throughout the entire game and he he stayed on the pitch for the entirety. Uh, I thought it was very interesting that we saw him really uh, get a chance to go out and he was playing on the wing which he doesn't always do and uh, just for him to be able to go out and show uh, what he could do against some pretty good competition. Uh, I thought he showed well and I thought You know, of all the young players in the game, he was the one who stood out the most for his, you know, just fire and just the look he had in trying to take advantage of the situation. Like he knows he's not going to get many opportunities uh, to be able to play uh, on the first team against quality competition. And uh, he really played like it. And you really you can't say that about every player that was out there. And like I said, we'll get to some of those later. Uh, but you know, Torben Rye and Taylor Booth. I thought they both had had good moments. Mikael Quisance had some good moments in the second half there. Uh, Joshua Zirkzee had a, had a goal, but he still is not playing as physical as I would like him to. Uh, he is six foot four, but plays like he's five foot six. And what I mean by that is he plays like a small player when he should be looking to utilize the physical tools that he has. He just refuses to do it, and you know his. His, uh, his goal today was uh, the product of a, a really good pass by Booth and Xerxes being in the right spot, finding that space, and being able to get off a quick shot. Uh, so he did some good things, but, again, I don't think he's really progressed from the player he was two or three years ago. I think he is at exactly the same level. Uh, so, you know, I don't know if he really has much of a future with Bayern Munich, but scoring a goal, putting himself in a good spot, can't help – can't hurt – the chances that that uh, he has for a loan or a sale it just looks like that he is destined to leave Byron one way or the other by the end of this summer. And uh, certainly, uh, while I don't think he was great on the day, uh, getting his name on the score sheet will score sheet, excuse me, will <laughs> will not hurt his cause for that. Um, but. You know the the, the squad overall on, on the match they really looked confident and assertive in going forward they tried things they were creative in trying to get offense uh, going so that was that was a positive thing you know we covered in depth that the you know defensively what some of the issues were so I think that once Julian Nagelsmann is able to get in his top eleven and he gets his depth players back and if Byron can avoid uh, avoid the crazy amount of injuries that it seems like they've already sustained. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, we'll see obviously much better results, more crisp play and uh, probably a lot more goals scored and a lot less given up. Uh, a couple of the things, like I said, I don't really want to uh, be alarmed at much here. Like I said, the center backs were not great on either unit in communicating, uh, you know, Obviously, uh, offensively, there were some times where Byron should have had better opportunities but were just a a split second off or a a run didn't get completed or a pass was off the mark. Those are the things you can't really worry about at this stage of the season. Uh, And and like I said, there's not too much to be overly concerned about. But man, uh, Bounasar was bad. Uh, And it just seems like that this is the player that he is. Keep waiting... To see him do something where I'm like, oh, okay, he's not that bad. It's just been a a poor run of luck. But it just seems like every time he's out there, he is making mistakes. He's in poor positions. And he's leaving the rest of the defense in in, in an awful spot. Uh, And... It just seems at, by this point, like I think this is what he is as a player at this stage of his career. Whether this move to Bayern Munich is not agreeing with him or it didn't work or whatever, he doesn't feel at home, I don't know. But he's not been good. And I, I don't think that he can be counted on it for any significant role. So all of that nonsense and talk we heard about uh, Bayern not really being comfortable with Benjamin Pavar as a right back, uh, that's that's utter and complete. Uh, it's nonsense. I, I don't know how else to say that. Uh, Sar has zero chance of usurping the position from, from Pavard. And I, I don't have any problem with Pavar being the right back. I don't really understand the need that some people feel to replace him. Uh, sure. He may project as a center back uh, later in his career, but right now he is the best right back Byron has to offer. And I think he had a pretty good season last year after that slow start. So, I'm not I'm not necessarily thinking that uh, Sar is going to find a way to get the starting role there. I think in some ways he's a player that needs to be sold, and he needs to be sold as soon as possible. He's certainly not helping himself with his performances, and maybe he's a good guy, maybe he's good in the locker room, I don't know. But what I can see on the pitch is that he's just not that good, and that was a terrible, terrible signing. It was a panic move at the time because – Uh, you know, Byron had frankly not done that much to bolster their squad in the summer 2020 transfer window. So, uh, you know, I think that will go down as one of the bad signings for Brazo. And I don't think he would deny that uh, when all is said and done about it. But, um, you know, he doesn't miss too often, but that was a miss. Uh, And, you know, that was one of the things that really stuck out, uh, you know, we we talked about Armando Sieb and how He took advantage of the situation Bounasar did not um, And you know Like I said Torben Ryan Taylor Booth uh, they showed some good Things I thought Christopher Scott before he Left with an injury was, was very hesitant He was having some trouble on the ball uh, Did not really get a chance to Show himself that well but again he wasn't In the game that long so uh, That kind of hurt his chances um, But you know this is this is a friendly, and it's the first friendly under Julian Nagelsmann, and I'll be honest, like I watched it wanting to see uh, how Byron would react, I wanted to see how the, the young players would be able to come into a match when the speed of play is a little higher, when the intensity is a little higher, and see how they reacted. Some of the players stepped up, others did not, and others were just okay, uh, and, and that's all right. It's okay at this point in the season. Uh I think what we wanted to see out of this was how hungry some of the young players were and we got that we got an idea of what kind of talent Bayern Munich has with these youngsters we got a chance to see Upamecano even if he didn't show as well as many would have liked uh you know we got to see Ten Guy who I did not think played that well I know my buddy over there uh on our Slack channel I need no name thought neonzu was was pretty good um uh, especially because he had to cover so much for Sar, But uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't see a, a real comfort level out on the pitch for Neonzu at this point. Uh, and that's one of the things that struck me last year about him as well. Uh, sometimes his touch is a little heavy, but just more than anything, it doesn't look like he's always comfortable out in that position. So maybe that's something that will come with experience. Maybe he just needs to get used to this speed of play more than anything. But uh, I did not come away from the game very impressed with any of the defenders and uh you know i I hope that that changes and on a final note uh we can talk about lucas capato who came on of course he is brazo's nephew and he had some really good energy uh didn't always make the best decisions didn't always uh finish his runs but showed he had some spark uh definitely some talent there from the kid i'd like to see a little bit more of him to see uh you know what kind of direction he can go in he's very slight of build so he'll probably be another one of these youngsters that Bayern is going to have to get in the weight room and get him a little bit physically stronger you could see uh, throughout the contest and not just capato but many of the young Bayern munich players were just physically overmatched in the game uh Strength-wise, they're just not there, and part of it's because these are young kids. I mean, ranging anywhere from 17 to 20. I mean, some of these kids are are nowhere near their physical peak. Uh, some need to grow into their bodies. Uh, they just need more time, quite frankly. But all in all, I was I was pretty happy with the day. I know it was a loss, but I got to see uh, I got to see a lot from the young players. Who you know that was the the primary focus for today. We wanted to see how these young kids react in a game of this magnitude, and by magnitude, I don't mean like this was a World Cup finale. I mean that this was uh, a decent team in Cologne who would put out some very good players who are professionals, who are grown men. And we got a chance to see that. So uh, in the end, uh, the goal was accomplished. We saw some good things, we saw some bad things. I'm excited for the Julian Nagelsmann era. I'm also very excited to get the first team players back in action and see what they can do working with the new boss. So thanks for listening. Check our website out. We, of course, will have our observations, our match awards, and some post-game coverage. If we can get some quotes, uh, we will get those posted as well. So thanks again for listening. Stay with us, and we will see you next time.